Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Oh, Hi. thank you for joining us this afternoon. Bradley is broadcasting from home, and yeah, um, but he's sounding better than ever every day. Thanks, science. Yeah, going through some uh, recovery from, um, from COVID. <laughs> yes. It's my first, can I just say, like, uh, so I first got COVID allegedly, supposedly last year, about just about this time, honestly, I had no symptoms really at all. Mm -hmm. And then um, this time around, whoa, uh, but I'm grateful for science because of vaccines, boosters and drugs. So much better this time feeling great, but uh, in my house for the foreseeable future. Gotcha. Okay, well, I went to have our Valentine's Day last night by going to see a movie called Triangle of Sadness. Great. Which... Thanks for rubbing it in that you got to leave your house last night and <laughs> right. I'm stuck. Yeah, I wanted to set it up as like, you don't get to go anywhere and look what I yeah, did. <laughs> exactly. Lucky me. Uh, but wait a minute. Did, was that a good thing or a bad thing? So tell me about Triangle of Sadness, because I bet you most people have no clue what this movie is. Okay, well, Mike, tell them what it's nominated for for the Oscars. Oh, uh, yes. It's up for Best Picture, Best Original Screenplay, and Best uh, Director, I think. Uh, uh, I yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think Ruben Ostland. Um, okay. So well, I'm not going to spoil anything, just Good. like for sure, because I'm very sensitive to spoilers. I would say that this was, uh, I loved the movie. I don't think that everyone would love the movie because you have to measure whether or not you can handle um, certain things that are kind of gross. You know, like what's your level of, like, is there a limit? Are you a person that's like, okay, are we I can't talking hear about- that, I can't see that? Are we talking about like doo-doo gross or like sexy gross or like, what, no like sexy what, or gross. violence gross no no violence no i mean there's implied violence but um it's nothing no it's it's just like toilet humor i guess you would call it oh, okay you know so i'm all in <laughs> okay some people have their limits though for stuff like that no, i get and, it i get and it and so i i've loved movies before and there's something blaringly obvious that i miss to say and people get mad at me <laughs> for telling them to go see a movie and they're like dawn i had to walk out and i'm like i'm sorry uh, i loved this movie i can totally see why it won uh, the Cannes film festival the palm d'or award can can you give us though i know you don't want to give spoilers but mm-hmm. can you give us just a brief thumbnail of the plot i can so it involves a topic of um, ultra rich and um, the like the upper upper class and the lower class. 
And okay. so it's a, like in the context of what? Like where are we in current? You are in. Day? Yeah, it's it's modern day for sure. I didn't know anything about the movie, uh, you know, going into it. But it's modern day. It's not anything that's like um, like everything everywhere all at once is really like, whoa, what's happening now? It's like a multiverse. And there are things happening that you're like, if you don't pay attention, you're not going to know what's going on. This is a story. It's just a plain, not a plain story, but it's a story where you're like, okay, this isn't hard to understand where they are and what is happening. I love the way it, 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 there's three parts to it that are like labeled, you know, like this and then this and then this. So um, you're looking at people that are really, really privileged and people that are serving them. I'll okay. say that. Okay? So it's it's basically it's it's a piece about the distance between the rich and the poor. And it is also about how you feel about money mm. and how what roles you think that women and men have in society. And, you know, even like who should be picking up the tab Things like that. Yeah, you said so. You said it was um, hilarious and like, but also like. I know that sounds dark. serious. So, what I'm saying. Yes. No, no, no. So I'm just asking: Is that like? Does that mean that you would consider it like a black comedy kind of? <laughs> totally. I know you put this in in the notes, so I'm just gonna like use it. But yeah. you said the menu. Right. I saw a similarity. If you've seen the menu, uh, which is another great film that. Um. I don't know how many Oscar nods the menu has or if it was included. I hate to say that, but Golden Globes, it was all over the place. It It is similar in the way that you are looking at a bunch of privileged people who are unaware of their privilege and you're seeing the contrast. So it's almost like a really, really big class distinction that I'm seeing like even in our daily lives as we look around in the last five years or so. Like things have really changed. It's like almost a class system that we're dealing with now. Almost. Of I the, love how you said almost. Yeah, no, the like, ultra rich uh, and people that are, you know, as old as tale as old as time. Right. So we're seeing this come out in art and the theme of the Oscars this year. There are quite a few stories where it's like, you know, even in to Leslie with Andrea Riseborough, which mm-hmm. we're going to talk about later. That story is about somebody who has is ruined their reputation. I would say, You know, they're very, the class is, it's a lot lower class. She's playing in a a role where she can't really, it doesn't look like she's going to be able to come back from the class that she's in. Okay, so what was the biggest thing for you? So basically, um, okay, this is not a movie for everyone. It isn't. But... But but uh, is this a movie I need to go to the theater to see or can I just uh, watch it streaming somewhere? Oh, my gosh. Good question. You have to go see it in the theater because okay. there are some effects that happen with how they use the camera that gives oh. you the trippiest experience in the theater that I think I've ever had. Interesting. Besides, like, seeing my first 3D movie. So, um, yeah, I, I think that... Um, there's some. So you if you, I want to give a warning about if you get carsick or seasick, it might affect you. Oh, but God. the use of the this camera sounds like the most random movie. It, it's I know. Make me seasick. There's potty humor and <laughs> class struggle. So it's like Karl Marx it, it, and the Marx Brothers. It is. There's stuff that's so like slapstick comedy about it. Like you can't believe everything that's happening in front of you. And the cinematography and the director of photography. I mean. 
Wow. The way. All right. Another thing that is really unique about it is they choose to show the reactions of people more than the person talking. Most of the oh, movie is the view is on the reactor. And so it makes it feel more intimate because you're getting reaction. It's just very strange. And and I loved it. I loved how we're seeing a group of people react to somebody that's talking off stage. You know, they're not seen. And you're yeah, like, oh, my God, I'm seeing people's it. faces and expressions in a way that they're reacting, not emoting. So that All was right, really so the- unique. Mm-hmm. And then you have an amazing sound design. Like they use sound in a really interesting way. And it like, it's just so artful. And it's not like something you can't recognize. It's not too she, she, you know, out there or anything. But I would say that you are need to prepare yourself. And that's All a right. good thing. I, I think. don't know. This sounds like a very mysterious movie. Mike, did somebody yeah, want to share we, we've something? We've had a few callers actually oh, call shoot. in because there's a lot of passion about this movie, it sounds like, from the people who have called in. But Marisa, she just loved, without giving anything away, all of the, the twists. She says it always just twists and turns when you don't expect it to. And uh, again, we've had a few callers in just in the last two minutes or so. Oh, so people, cool. people are apparently loving this who see it. Oh, gosh. Good. I'm sorry well, we couldn't have them on. Sorry, guys. I was blabbing. But um, yeah. Uh, Don, you're the one that's supposed to blab. <laughs> Triangle of Sadness, and you can see it in theaters now. Will it be streaming at some point? Do you know? Ooh, I don't know. I'm looking on the IMDb. That's okay. I'll look we just put that. a link on our show show links page or something. I will. And the only Wonderful. recognizable person to me is, um, oh gosh, oh sorry, Cheers, Woody Harrelson. Oh, cool. Woody All right, Harrelson Triangle of Sadness. Yes. Thank you, Dawn. And yep. while she was out at movies, I'm stuck in a room. But that doesn't mean <laughs> I can't dream. So when we come back, we're going to go on a trip. We're going to escape to Rihanna's Super Bowl hideaway, which, good news, only costs $85,000 a night to rent. So it could be yours. Oh, maybe not. Oh. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Ah! Yes, you do, my talkers. And you know, my friends at Hero have been keeping Twin Cities homes warm and cozy for over a hundred years, which is why they're heroes when it comes to heating in your home. And it's not just heating, but that's what I want to talk to you about today. So we had Hero come out a couple months ago to get our furnace tuned up for the season. So we don't have to think about it. We can just know that everything is uh, hunky-dory and that hot air is blowing all season long. But if you didn't get a furnace tune up, it's not too late. It's never too late, really, to, to get ahead of your furnace. Call Hero.com. But if you should have any problems or issues with your furnace or whatever heats your home this time of year, call Hero today. And you're going to get $57 off that repair. So whether it's a boiler, furnace, heating pump, you name it, call Hero.com. And then if anything else breaks or goes wrong in your home, call Hero.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Hero Home Services, they're here for you. What's up, dogs? My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Don. I am Don McLean. That's Bradley Trainer. Over there on the ones and twos is Mike Ganger. He's producing our show. And Bradley wanted to transport us to a beautiful beautiful place that we can actually go and stay if we wanted to someplace someplace that you know if we had a budget for it it's it's feasible for us to say right no it's this is absolutely not feasible for anyone listening well actually i don't know if you're super rich um 
call us because A, we want to show you this really cool home. And B, we then want you to invite us to stay there. Oh. But we're not doing anything freaky. I don't care what the price tag. Um, oh my God. Well, now you've know, lost what, them. Let's start I, this again. Hi, my name maybe is Maybe like I would and... wear like a, a, a skimpy outfit or something. I would do that. I don't speak for all of us. This house looks awesome. It does look awesome. He's ready to take his clothes off. That's what Mike just said. I'm just saying. If you, as long as, you know, look, don't touch. It's fine, right? Yeah. Maybe not. Um, Okay, so, no. Seriously, though, this house, I saw, TMZ threw up this article about, um, literally threw it up. They didn't throw up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Rihanna dropped over a half a million dollars on this insane desert palace in no. uh, in Arizona for the Super Bowl. And I started looking through all these photos, and maybe it's just because I'm, like, stuck at home uh, for the foreseeable future. But I was like, oh, God, I just want to go. I want to live here. I want to I breathe know. the air. It's but fantastic. It, it costs 80 Five thousand dollars a night. Oh, what? Like, what could you possibly get for eighty-five thousand dollars a night? Well, you get a lot. I hope to be served at all times, but it doesn't come with. I'm looking at the pictures now. I am looking at it. It doesn't matter. Like, I think it's beautiful and we can get into the details of this place, but there's nothing that's worth that much because. For $42,500 of it, you're going to be unconscious. I love this. To you said this earlier and explained to people why you say. <laughs> because it's it, it's 85000 a night, <laughs> then you're only going to be awake for half of it, maybe. So you're going to you be sleeping, sleeping for 12 through. hours. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're doing the Super Bowl performance on top of a platform. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, she's off doing other things too. She's not there the whole time. So well, half the money. I think your point. I think you're making the point that like this is just too expensive. It's, and it's too expensive. It's not worth you're it. not going to be but, conscious for at least thirty thousand of it. Do you? This is just a sign of how the like the world that we live in, which is kind of interesting that you brought up the story about like class divides and mm-hmm. and you know. There is a whole world wherein eighty five thousand dollars a night is fine. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there are people for whom they do not bat an eyelash. Like, it's more about, like, does this house have the security we need? Mm. Does it have the space that we need? And let's just live in the specific... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. For a moment before we just like poo poo the fact that you and I will likely even if I had like Tyler Perry money, I wouldn't be spending it this way. 
Yeah, I probably wouldn't either, but let's let's It would make me too dream, nervous. Let's dream for a moment and not be too practical, Dawn, because okay. that's the space that I'm in right now. Okay. I don't want to be practical because I'm stuck in my damn house. Okay, okay, let's okay, we're doing this then. Actually, I'm lucky to be in my house. I should I should reframe my own messaging. Okay, but anyway, go <laughs> through You're this fine, home. It's honey. six it's <laughs> six thousand square feet. It is, um, I'll give you some more specifics. It's in Paradise Valley, which is a town that's, I think, about 30-ish miles from where Rihanna performed, wherever that stadium was. Which stadium? Is that the one in Phoenix? Yes. Yeah. It's, I think it's technically Glendale. I think I've been there, oddly. Is it just football? Um. Yes. Yeah, okay, it's just so the football stadium. They actually it rolls. Stadium. Oh, got it. Yeah, the football stadium in Glendale. It actually rolls out the uh, grass, rolls out into the parking lot. So even though it's an indoor stadium with a retractable roof, the grass actually always lives outside, and mm-hmm. then they roll it back in to uh, for the games. That's oh, a fun fact. It'd be more fun God. if the field actually held up because if you watch the game, they were slipping and falling all over the place oh. and it was a complete disaster. Oh boy, oh, no. so that yeah. technique isn't necessarily working too well. Not when they use brand new grass that was about a million bucks. It was a it's a long story, but people Whoa. are very upset about it. Oh my gosh, let's talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> um also back to this house that's six thousand square feet. It's only got five like I guess I would think for a home that's eighty seven what did I say eighty five thousand eighty five thousand a night eighty five thousand a night it only has five bedrooms and here's the other shocker that I thought was interesting it only has five bathrooms now if you know rich people homes Don yeah the one fun fact about rich people homes is that there's always like twice as many bathrooms as there are bedrooms. Mm, That's right. right? Like there's always an insane number of bathrooms compared to the number of bedrooms. And you're like, why do they need 20 bathrooms for 10 bedrooms? Right. (laughs) Right. But that's because they want everybody to be able to go potty at the same time. Like we all need to, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like like... we all at the same time need to be able to go to the bathroom. You shouldn't have to wait. Because that ha- well, yeah, that's exactly. what poor people do. They wait. You know, I wouldn't even say poor From their people. Point I of would view. say 99.99% of the rest of the world, right? That's what I'm saying. To them, poor people. Yeah. Somebody now, that could afford this. 6,400 square foot, one story home. It is beautiful. I will give them that. Like, I don't know if this is your taste or style for either of you. But I certainly would not be unhappy if I was in this home. I still just can't get over the fact that it was all of that money and it was still only like a five-bedroom home. I mean, I feel like that's small compared to compared to like rich people homes. It's like being at a place where like being in a country that you're visiting and you only have three days to be there and there's too much to do. That's what the house reminds me of. Like there's a basketball court. There's like bocce ball or something going on. I don't know what that is. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's like a tennis court. Do. There's swimming pools. That's bocce ball. Bocce ball. Seven hole putting surface oh, outside yeah. of the house. Yeah. That's right. Like mm-hmm. there are too many things to do. It's like at, being at a resort just for you. Well, and you know, Rihanna didn't use any of that stuff. Like she was just sleeping the whole time and gargling with like honey and lemon. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Like she's probably just sleeping in the bed and maybe sitting outside for a little bit. And she can because she's Rihanna and she has got the money. All right. right. When we come back, we now know why Elizabeth Chambers was on that PR image rehab that we talked about a couple weeks ago. She's got a new show coming out.
and it's terribly appropriate, maybe even too appropriate. I'll tell you why when we come back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We've seen a PR tour. Um, Bradley wanted to bring this up because Army Hammer's ex wife has been talking lately. And you're like, what's behind this? What's going on here? Why is she talking now? And why, why are we seeing her? You found something so, out. Yeah, essentially, there was this like two part image rehab tour happening wherein first Army Hammer came out with this big spread for the first time following all these sexual assault allegations, etc. And that was quickly followed by his ex, as you said, Elizabeth Chambers, coming out with a piece, um, you know, sort of telling her own side of things, or at least talking about her life, which, again, we talk about this regularly on the show in Hollywood. When people do something like this, there's usually a reason for it, right? Like, there's a reason you're trying to get publicity. And I think we now know why Elizabeth Chambers was trying to reset the table about her image. Ah, and it's okay. because there is a new show that she is hosting. Oh. oh, look, she's got something to promote. It's a project. No wonder why they wanted to put her out there in our minds. Well, yeah, and, and she would like, I would imagine, she would like people to think of her in a certain way, but that's not going to happen when you're announcing a new project if people have a lot of questions or you have not answered questions about, like, a controversy that you're connected with. In this case, the controversy surrounding her ex-husband and what role, if any, she played and or knew about the things that Army Hammer is accused of, right? So it totally makes sense that we learn today, yesterday, that investigation discovery has inked a development deal with Elizabeth Chambers. And I was like, oh, okay. so she's going to host a program. Do you want to know what kind of program it is? So Why I'm assuming, like so ID, you know, the ID channel, that has a lot of court stuff on it and true crime cases. Very true crimey. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of true crime. Um, so is she Which hosting a true crime show basically yes oh and specifically hold on i'm emotional i get very emotional when i'm talking about <laughs> true crime no gas um it turns out that the show that elizabeth chambers is going to host deals with quote the complexities of toxic and traumatic relationships Ooh. Hmm. Oh, gosh. That's curious. Why would that be curious? <laughs> because she was in one? Do you think because... that they wanted all of this out of the way so she didn't have to discuss her relationship? Like, well, she talked it about a... it. What? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, so, so with all this press she was doing before, like, she got it, not, not press for this, but um, these interviews and things. Like, she already answered those questions so they can be like we need to get this off the table so that you can you know oh, yeah. refer back to that if any questions come up about it or do you I think she'll work access, it into the show i don't have access to the ding but if i could ding you right now i would ding you don because frankly i think you're spot on they needed to get all of that stuff off the table which is again why you do that set piece where you sort of say 
here we are going to vaguely address these things mm-hmm. uh, and reframe how you think about this person so that when we announce this project, the weird thing to me is it's not like she shouldn't work or do shows or any kind of show. And maybe she's even going to, because I will say here was what, what they said specifically about the project that she's working on. A source familiar with the deal says the project will not specifically address army hammer, but will focus on stories from others with chambers serving as host. However, they do lower down in the description of this show say that she brings a, quote, unique empathy oh. to help elevate victims' voices. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, I mean, I'm assuming they're, they're like playing off of the public's understanding that she was in a, as she perceived it, I imagine, toxic relationship, right? Because yes. As a public, I think we're primed to think like, oh, she was with that guy. Whether or not it's true, whether or not she knew about it, like we're ready to to buy that as an audience, right? Well, even if she didn't know what was going on during the time, which is I feel like is a lot of what she said initially to begin with, like I didn't know that he was this man. He didn't treat me this way. Yeah, which um, is plausible. You still can have a toxic relationship. And underneath yes. all of it is the seedy reality that he's doing these things and cheating on you and then, you know, allegedly harming women. So that is toxic in and of itself. And then after the fact, learning these things, you know, that is traumatic. So I would definitely see also, her as a victim, helping other victims. Isn't it interesting, though, that... I guess then she's leaning into the public's perception, which means you'd think she'd be a little bit more open about talking about the experience head on mm. because you are because I don't blame her for taking this job. But if uh, you almost wonder why she chose this as a an opportunity, well, I would say she doesn't have another source of income coming in. <laughs> you know what I, I mean, mean, that would be that would other be than the, child support. You know, uh, well, she does. I mean, she is a businesswoman in her own. Oh, right. right she's right. got like she's okay. got a bakery. But but no, I take your point. I think like money entices people to do all sorts of things. And somebody probably a producer said, you know, who would be really good is somebody connected to. Oh, wait, look, somebody who's been in a relationship that was toxic. Who do we know? Oh, Elizabeth. Hey, would you ever be interested in doing this? And she'd be like, yeah, I'm not talking about army, though. And they'd be like, yeah, you don't have to talk about it. But people kind of get that you. It's implied that. Yes. Right. Yeah. So um, maybe. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're not in the same room. So we're stepping on each other. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing a dance. Um, I was just saying that's the cynical take. And in addition to that, think about the if she were to speak about army he would have some grounds for like you know look at samantha markle bringing a case up against megan markle for vaguely talking about how she grew up and it's allowed in court so she she could potentially get in trouble for talking about her relationship with army you know yeah, like a defamation I, I, suit from him yeah no i totally get it i don't think these two i think these two are on the same page though it's clear to me because of the timing of both of their rehab pieces in in the magazines that they were separate obviously but like they each had this coordinated effort to rehabilitate their image and we previously know based on her own words in a in an interview she did even before this image piece 
that she and Army are now on the same page. And I honestly feel like she has either come to terms with whatever happened, knew about it or didn't, you know, whatever. Whatever it is behind the scenes that's real, it seems like the calculation she has made is that it's better for them to work together. And so I don't feel like there's that level of, like, she may be angry at him. Mm -hmm. She may have some unresolved stuff. But I don't think she's in a place to attack him publicly. No. Remember, well, and I don't even know, we we haven't talked about this, but months ago there was the story that she was supplying some of uh, the people who were speaking publicly about the things Army had done with, like, she was encouraging these women to, like, pursue legal action against him. Oh. So at one point, she did appear to be working to try and hold him accountable, but since then, for whatever reason, publicly now, she seems to be portraying herself as someone who has moved on and is not like holding a grudge or trying to do wrong you right. know, or it's, do things behind the scenes. And it's smart because she has her own life and her own image to manage. You know, if you yeah. like no matter what anybody does to you and we've or or situation you're in that's negative towards you, if you rise above it. You know, like we were just talking about Florence Pugh last hour. Yeah. Uh, you know, being able to rise above things um, and look like, you know, the person that's in the right by not even saying anything, you know. Well, and it also keeps people from asking questions about what you knew. And like, because people are going to want to know, like, did you know he was doing any of this stuff? I yeah. don't think that's fair to hold someone's spouse accountable for the misdeeds of the person but you know people do that right Right. like people are petty that way and i think one of the ways to blunt that that line of questioning is to just you know deal with whatever you need to deal with offline so that the public isn't you know constantly asking questions yeah you you get to be perceived as just rising above it that's true and who would want like, even if she did know, I don't think she would ever say it publicly. What is she supposed to say? Yeah. yeah, I knew that he was cheating on me and had some questionable behaviors. I mean, th- that doesn't serve her in any way. You know what I mean? And also, even if she's not responsible true. for his freaky sex ways. Or, no you know, way. sexual assault. Like, I... But she also probably doesn't want to be in a position where she has to make those claims. Like, she shouldn't have to if she doesn't want to. When is this starting again? Um... So, um, thanks, actually, for bringing us back to the actual topic, which was, um, I don't know. I I actually, this article doesn't say when, but what I will say is that she has signed that development deal. So, I don't know if it's even in production yet. Oh, I see. So, it may be, yeah. It could it could happen. It might not happen. You never know. Yeah. I mean, they did put out a press release for it. So I imagine okay. investigative or investigation discovery is like all, you know, moving forward. But as for when you'll actually be able to see Elizabeth Chambers host it. Good question. I don't know. Yeah. And she's also uh, we looked up her IMDb to see if she had one, because I honestly didn't know a lot about her other than her being army hammer's wife but she has an acting career you know she's done things here and there Um, and she does have a bakery uh business uh out of texas called bird bakery that she's like well known for and been highly successful with so 
Yeah, and, um, and as far as being a public face, like being on TV and things like yeah. that, she would be comfortable with that already because she... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know. She's done Food Network, cooking channel stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad. She's, it, she... I mean, to be, you know, just plain about it. If it helps her, like, feel better and helps other women feel better about their experience and just to talk things out i i think this is great it's not just us watching a court case and feeling like kind of guilty eating our popcorn in the background watching a tragedy you know that kind of need more shows be a like this there's probably going to be a little bit of both that's true and they maybe are looking to you know that network you know maybe they're looking to have more shows that are that are helping victims instead of just displaying them in stories. Well, yeah, and they should, right? Because that's been one of the biggest criticisms of true crime is yeah. that like it, it, it sort of perpetuates the sort of worst impulses in our desire to like peep into, you know, victims lives. True. So yeah. I think, I think this is, that would be a good thing. Hey, when we come back, I know you were very, very moved to an opinion about a headline that popped up right before the show mm. that Ryan Seacrest is leaving live. Who's going to take his place? We know because we talked about it, but Dawn has strong feelings <laughs> on the matter and she's going to share them when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. As the sh- Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Oh boy. Well, we have um, news that happened this morning on Live with Kelly and Ryan. Bradley Trainer is um, at home right now, but he's still hey. fully engaged in everything that's going on. And I said, hey, <laughs> we were going to talk about something else, but I saw this that happened. Um, and I'm like, we got to talk about this. Ryan Seacrest announcing that he's leaving Kelly and Ryan. That's, That's a big, big deal. News. That's huge yeah. news. Because if you remember the last time they were trying to find the whole Michael Strahan, you know, his his leave and then them finding trying to find someone for her. It's like it was like a year process. It yeah. was like they remember they had like this teacher on for a while, just like a 
oh, this is an everyday person who is really charming and funny. You know, they entertain that idea, you know, um, but they've already come out with who that they're who they're replacing him with. But let's hear Ryan Seacrest himself this morning talking about his departure and the news. So, so Kelly and I have some news here. This is something that uh, she and I have been talking about for a long time. And it, it was a tough, tough decision. Uh, last year, we spoke and I made the decision to make this my last season as co-host with Kel here on Live with Kelly and Ryan, which is bittersweet. I get you it. Know? No, I mean, listen, you uh, uh, are a gem. You are one of my best friends. And I said, like, the greatest part of this entire experience has been that you've gone from being a, f- a friend to a family member. I feel you that are, way. You are I, family I feel that way us. about both of us. Yeah. It's, uh, it's remarkable to be able to sit in this chair. So what I plan to do is once American Idol starts from Los Angeles live later in the spring, I'll head out to the West Coast and host that show, the 21st season of American Idol from Los Angeles. And... You're not getting rid of me because, Gelman, yeah. I'm coming back to guest host yes. and fill in right here in this chair. But I have to say uh, to, to you as a, as a dear friend coming in, but as a best friend, you know, in this moment, to have your kindness, your thoughtfulness, your levity, um, your friendship. Um, I look up to you. I, I respect you so much. I love the fact that we get a chance to sit here every day and connect with you at home in your kitchens, in your living rooms at work. There's nothing like this on television. I'm getting emotional. I promised Kelly I would not cry. Um, and this show really comes together because of a, an incredible family of people, many of which have been here long before me. Okay, so there you go. Ryan Seacrest announcing, but he said this will be my last season. And, you know, outside of the, you know, like, I love you, in all of that, you know, they're, they've known since last year that this was happening. So since last summer, they made the decision, or he did. And then he's saying, when American Idol starts, I'm going to be leaving to go to Los mm-hmm. Angeles. But then he didn't yeah. say, and I'm not coming back. You know, he said, I'll be filling in. But he didn't say, and that is whenever I will stop appearing every day on this show. He just said, he kind of changed it to promoting American Idol. And I'm like, oh, okay, so it's not like you're going to finish this season. You're literally leaving in February because American mm. Idol starts February 19th. So that's yeah, coming which, up here in three days. Which it seems like they just worked out everything before they went public. So they knew exactly how this was going to go down. And, and obviously based on who they decided was going to uh, fill in that spot. Right. Um you know, it, I'm sure this is going to be a much easier transition for Kelly because mm-hmm. her new co-host is a known quantity to her. Yeah, her husband. <laughs> do you want to tell Bailos. people? Yeah, sure. But before I do that, um, I also want to mention just because American Idol is is starting in three days, that doesn't mean it's it's all of the before Hollywood stuff that happens first for a quite a long time. Um, I don't know how long the season. Uh, Mike, do you watch American Idol? You... I do not. No. Okay. No. Um, but I remember like it being a th- at least a three month or four month thing. And so yeah, the so first part of it. So in the next couple of months, he'll probably be leaving. 
once they go to Hollywood and they are live. Um, so her new co-host happens to be her husband, Mark Consuelos, which we know that they were uh, both on All My Children, I believe, together. I'm almost positive that's where they, that's met, where they right? met. Yeah. So, um, of course, they are a couple that appears to be on the outside like there are no cracks in the cement like the foundation is solid they they like to have lots of sexy time i do know that that's like the thing about them is like she's constantly lusting over him in public yeah and sometimes when people go overboard to have that image there's (laughs) Uh, yeah so i know you have feelings about this i need to understand what your feelings are outside of their like i don't know what their relationship is really like at home um that's fine i just think that even if you're super super solid as a couple and raising kids together to work with them daily could be problematic you know what i mean like it's not always going to be roses but I also feel like the choice to have him, which he's filled in many times, I think it's very safe and it's really kind of boring, to be honest with you. But can I ask you a question? Like, I know that's, I mean, and that's a totally valid opinion, obviously. I don't watch the show, I can tell you. I mean, I'm usually prepping our show when, when yes. their show is on. Um, so I haven't over the years, other than like occasionally we'll talk about something that, you know, they have they have said or... Or if there's like a connection, but don't you feel like safe? Cause you said safe and boring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you feel like that's kind of what, what's required in that spot? Like, I, I don't mean so. boring in a pejorative way, but in terms of predictable and like people, when they turn on their TV at that moment, they want to see this, you know, couple sort of doing their coupley things. Like it's not going to be the most pioneering hour of television. Or I don't even know how long it, the show is. Yeah. Well, you know, you've got Regis and Kathy Lee. You're talking about the length of the show and how long it's been on? No, no, no. I'm just okay. saying, like, the the, oh, how the, lo- the actual runtime of, like, an episode, if it's an hour. I think it's an hour. But, um, but the the point I was just trying to make is that I I feel like that's kind of the audience. Not the audience is boring, but like that's kind of they don't want. You wouldn't want somebody that was completely unknown at for Kelly. Anyway. So I can think could... of somebody that's perfect for this. Not completely unknown, not yeah. boring, mm. interesting, and also very down to earth. And that would be Mike is our producer, so he can't go anywhere. <laughs> that would be Steve Patterson. I'm just saying. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. I I was really excited until I got to the end of the article. It says, and replacing Ryan will be Mark Consuelos. I'm like, what? (laughs) Because I almost texted Steve and said, ooh, your life's about to change. Like, I already had him planned before Ryan announced this, like two (laughs) years ago. I'm like, oh, you'll be taking, Ryan does too many things. You'll be taking over for him, and they're setting you up for that. Are you ready to be an enormous star? I don't know what's... (laughs) I don't know what I'm Steve's like his, career plans are. I'm like are, his but... aunt, his biggest fan. But no, I, I just, um, I hope they continue to have him on. And maybe he'll work into a role where he will be co-hosting whenever I Mark is gone. I feel like maybe that's why you're not a fan of Mark is because you think he took a job from Steve. <laughs> I think so, yeah. But, <laughs> but I, also... I would just say whenever there's like a husband uh, involved in the process probably the husband is gonna win so yeah 
I guess so. Like, like Love by you also said, ugh. I just like, like what? Okay, so this isn't like the 1960s anymore when we're like, oh, I just love to tune in while I'm making my my tuna casserole for my family but this evening of, to the couple. But that's kind of what it is, isn't it? I mean, you know. Yeah. It's just like I'm thinking about those old school couples of like, oh, it's so and so and his wife. You know, it's like. Mm. I I will Take say that the thing that would be the thing that would be hard for me would be just like having to deal with your spouse all day. That's what I'm saying. I, That's I think sad. absence sometimes makes the heart grow fonder. Hey, when we come back, do you think people want to know what a pew and gooch is? <laughs> yeah. Should we tell them? Actually, no. We're not doing pew and gooch. We're doing a talker about groceries. <laughs> it's I lied. Okay. We're gonna do groceries when we come.